Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. So if you're in a relationship or ever have been, have you ever been tempted to uh, hire a private investigator? to figure out whether or not your other half, the person you've been living with in a relationship with, is cheating on you behind your back. Would you go to that extreme length to hire a professional to snoop on them? Joining us now live on the line, Thomas Martin, who is a private investigator. Thomas, thanks very much for uh, joining the show this evening. Thank you, sir, for inviting me. This is really a fascinating area because what's your background before you went into the private investigating? Where where did you spend your career? Well, I started out my uh, in, my, in my first uh, uh, job uh, as an adult was uh, as a federal agent with the U.S. Department of Justice. I was actually uh, started out in the Bureau of Narcotics and Dangerous Drugs, which everybody knows today as the Drug Enforcement Administration. I spent um, actually 12 years uh, in that service until I got hurt in 1981, and that's when I uh, started Martin Investigative Services. How badly hurt, do you mind me asking? You know, as I say, uh, we had a few surgeries, and um, uh, you know, we, they put me back together. But uh, I think the best way to put it is, there were 33 of us that started in 1969, and of the 33, 17 are in somewhat disabled, and I'm probably in the best shape of the 17. Gosh. So I'm very fortunate. Wow, oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I imagine, as I said, the whole drug enforcement, FBI side of things, uh, it comes with its risks. It does. I'm sure private investigating does as well, though. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. I couldn't imagine uh, approaching someone who's cheating on their partner and getting caught. They're not going to be too happy. Well, I think I think if you've been in the in the quote game as long as I have, um, and and and. and been around for you know going on almost 40 years the really the art of of trying to catch somebody uh, has changed drastically especially in the last 10 years in, in the 80s and the 90s and the beginning of the 2000s whether it be in Dublin or Shannon or Los Angeles or Newport Beach it was pretty straightforward you you know 80% of our clients are women 20% are men they give us a description they give us the vehicles they give us photos and they say start Friday at four o'clock in the afternoon and off we go with our surveillance and heavy traffic or um, in a country we don't know about or in a city we don't have not familiar with and it's it's pretty laborious work I mean, it's pretty tedious and you, you know you have to be on your a game to follow somebody who knows where they're going but you don't know where they're going so uh, i mean they could go to a park they could go to a, a, a museum they could go to a hotel so it's a, it's it's a lot easier than it's depicted on tv and now if you 
you fast forward to, say, 2005, 2006, we've seen a drastic change. I don't care what country, and we've done surveillances in over 100 countries. It's, it's pretty much the same now. Let us just say, being that 80% of the people we follow are men, uh, I'm not ashamed to tell you there may, may not be the smartest lot in the world <laughs> because they actually put, and some of the women also, they actually put uh, on their iPad, on their computer, on their phone, on their handheld. Uh, Friday, I'm meeting Mary Lou at the Notel Motel at 5 o'clock. Uh, he might even text her on the phone that the wife sees, you know, don't meet me in the restaurant or bar. Uh, I've got room 305. Just come up to knock on the door and I'll let you in. So the game has changed drastically where we don't really have all this tough surveillance work. We just kind of go to the hotel with one person, snap a photo, and it's over. So it's easier for you now. Oh, it's much easier. It's much, much, much easier. Thanks to the, it's almost the bravado of the male. And although women are a little more cautious at times, they're also, you know, 98 or 99% of the time with another male who's, you know, they're uh, thinking they can, they're never going to be caught. The women are never smart enough to follow me. They don't know to hire. And so uh, it's a lot easier now, yes. Can I ask you just back, let's say, pre-internet days and pre those kind of smartphone days. What would a day in the life of a PI trying to find one of these men who's gone off and cheating on their other half? Like, what does a day look like? Well, I think a fair description. It's a great question. I get asked a lot, especially when I did the book tour here last year. I think you have to look, you know, in the United States, there's 100,000 private investigators. And in Ireland, uh, I know between Dublin and Shannon, maybe two or three that we rely on and that we would trust with with our, with our, our work product. So you have to understand that uh, with that kind of number here in the United States and limited number in Ireland, does somebody specialize in this? There's a lot of people who just specialize in, in, in marital surveillance. We don't. Although we're experts and we've done over 30,000 in the last 40, 40 yeah. plus years, we have other things that we do. We have, you know, uh, insurance companies, we have attorneys, we have corporations. Stuff. So it represents about 10% of our work. So when you say a typical day, uh, for us, of the 20 people that work in, you know, my offices, maybe two or three of those each day is doing a marital surveillance or a workers' comp type surveillance. And so it's, it's just me or one of my uh, senior investigators meeting with the client, making sure they want to go through with the with, with you know what they're asking us and understanding that you know we catch 97% of the people we follow. Oh, that's a lot. So let me, let me repeat that because that's people like, whoa. <laughs> and that's not because we're something special or we're better than most private investigators. It's consistent. 97 peop- 97% of the people we follow, we catch. The other 3%, either we lost, we had a bad day, or they decided that their you know, their lover didn't show up. So on a, on a typical day, uh, you know, we might do a surveillance in the morning on a worker's comp, and then we might go to court and testify, and then that, that evening we might be out doing a surveillance on somebody, a, 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 a husband or wife, or even now people yeah. are doing them uh, before they're getting married. That's very, very what? common in the last 10 oh, years. I never thought about that. Although I did hear of somebody that um, was planning to get married and found out three days before the marriage that the husband-to-be oh, cheated. No, really? And then she went ahead with it and now they're broken up. <laughs> because I think they went through Deposits with it. Deposits have been she, paid. No. She was like, <laughs> no, hotel. this isn't happening. God. So do they carry on with the marriage after it? Well, we're a little bit different in our situation. We found out early on that, you know, we were doing sometimes 10 or 15 surveillances a week in the early days. When I started the business, I had no business, so I took anything I could get. Yeah. I had two young kids and, you know, they, they wanted to eat and go to school. Can you imagine? <laughs> so, you know, we, we were out there hustling pretty good. And basically, 
at, at the at the at the end of the day, each specific case is different, and you try to take the client from delivering the bad news, showing them the videotape, showing them the reports. Now, what do you do? I mean, I've had it's not the nicest thing to say, but I've actually had women in my office actually throw up when they see the videos. I've had men go into fits of rage. Okay, so now what do we do with them? So now you got to get them, you know, a good lawyer. You've got to give them a good family advisor, a family therapist, possibly, a psychologist, a psychiatrist. You know, now the kids are going to be devastated. And most of the time, they're dating somebody who's also married. So now we've got four adults and six children, you know, and two dogs, and just chaos comes into play. And, you know, the finger pointing. Now, I will tell you, it's an interesting phenomenon, and this is pretty much across the board, you will find. If we are hired by a, a woman to follow her husband and we catch that husband, the percentages have remained the same for 40 years. A third of them don't know what to do. A third of them want to get counseling and a third want to get divorced. Now, when we follow the woman mm. and we catch her, then the male 99.9% of the time will get divorced. Really? I always got, I thought yeah, I was the males be... do not have the gene to, ex the DNA gene, as they say, to accept <laughs> it. Once, once his wife or girlfriend is caught, you know, she's kind of soiled linen and the husband or the boyfriend is done with the woman. That's oh. really interesting because I've heard that the other way around. Really? Yeah, I've heard that yeah. women don't have any tolerance anymore, whereas uh, men, well, I'm just calling them men, they're not quite men yet, that are kind of <laughs> going out with friends of mine. I have two friends that have cheated in long-term relationships and the boyfriends have stayed with them? Well, I mean, there are exceptions to every rule. I mean, I said 99.9%. And then when the man comes into us and he says, well, I think I might try to stay with her, we look at him like he's a three-headed monster. We go, what? What are you, nuts? And eventually they, they come back and they get divorced. So I, I, can, I can guarantee you as, as soon as the sun will rise and set that the, the, the men, 99.9% will, will, will get a divorce. They just, they, just, they just can't handle it. It may take a day, a week, a month, or, or two months, but spiritually, physically, mentally, academically, and professionally, they, they can't handle it. Where the women are a little more forgiving, uh, you know, they, quote, want to stay for the children, which is a horrible thing to do, but that's one of the things they do. And, and as I say, women are just a more forgiving lot, and they'll stay. And most of them regret it because <laughs> the guys are not going to stop. Of course they're not. <laughs> you want to repeat business for you anyway. <laughs> like, come back around. But come here, can I ask you, have you ever been hired by somebody uh, who suspected their partner of cheating and they turned out to be wrong? Uh, it, it, it happens, but it is so rare that when you have to, I think, Cormac, understand that when somebody picks up a phone or dials on their iPhone or gets us on a computer or goes to Google and finds us, by that point, they're pretty well assured that they're thinking that their mate is cheating. They're probably 99.9% .9 or 100% right. Now they just want finality. Mm. So it does happen. I mean, we've had cases where we've followed the person, as we say, and um, we followed him five, six, seven times. We followed the wife four or five times, and they they seem to be, you know, uh, they, we've even followed people to, to church. And you go, well, okay, I don't, I don't think this person uh, is has a girlfriend or boyfriend. So, yeah, it does happen, but I think it's less than one-tenth of one percent of those people that pick up a phone or call us or email us or text us or want to engage yeah. our service. They know something's not right in Denmark, as they would say. <laughs> <laughs> and it, what's the weirdest uh, situation you found yourself in following someone that has done kind of 
something maybe out of the ordinary? Oh, there's so many of those cases. I mean, the, probably the, the classic, it happens a little bit more now, but I remember the first time that we, uh, uh, it was on Valentine's Day about uh, seven, eight years ago, and um, we were following a gentleman, and we followed him to a gay bar in Long Beach. And he was married and to a woman, was he? He was married to a woman, yes. And he, we followed him to a gay bar in, in Long Beach, California, and where he met a man, and they eventually left there and went to a hotel. So we call that the double whammy. I got to call up the wife and say, yeah, we caught him cheating, but he was cheating with a man. And in those so situations, that, do, the, do the wives have any suspicion, like, that he's gay? Sometimes they do. I mean, so, uh, and sometimes they may not want to share it with their PI initially, but uh, after a while, they'll tell us stuff that they won't tell their priest or rabbi. And some of them feel, you know, that he might have uh, some of what they would call more feminine characteristics. Uh, I mean, they've even caught them. They said, well, I don't know if he has these tendencies that he might be gay. I don't know, but I did catch him wearing my panties and bra the other day and, or, you know, stuff like that. So it's, maybe somebody's in denial. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Or maybe somebody's across there says it means they're gay. You've got to be careful what you say. So my, my, my point is, is that sometimes they know, but they may not want to tell us, or, or they're actually in denial, and what they see is not what they really translate into their head and believe. Or someone living a double life that I either has got with a woman and has a child with another woman. And oh, living. that happens so often. You wouldn't believe it. I mean, how? Really? That actually, not only living a double life where... You know, they come home and they're in the weekend, et cetera, but where they've actually set up a house or an apartment or a condo, a townhome, and they have their paramour living there and they've fathered two kids with this person. And, you know, he's there Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, and, you know, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturdays at the other place. And, you know, he makes up every excuse in the world, uh, but it happens a lot. And unfortunately, you know, you get into these relationships and you start believing it 
And then at some point you say, you know, I, the, the husband says, you're crazy, I'm not doing it. We go through all the crazy routines and you're paranoid and you're seeing things. And, and so they hire us and it usually only takes, I mean, we work in four hour minimums and most of our surveillances are done. If they're set up correctly and, and you give the person enough rope to hang themselves, they're usually completed within a couple of days. God, that's uh, the, the effort that would take to lead two separate lives with two separate families and two separate sets of kids. I can't, where do the people get the, the the mental and physical time and energy for that. I just don't know. Well, I've, 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 I've often said, I, I, and I hope I don't offend anybody, but I, I think I wrote this in my first book. I, I did have a case where we had a doctor here in, in, um, in Orange County, California, who actually had four or five girlfriends. And, I mean, he would, you know, get up in the morning, he would do a few surgeries, and at, you know, 10 o'clock he'd be at Mary Lou's, and he'd be at the next one at noon, and they'd go take somebody out for margaritas. <laughs> and he would not be unusual for him to have, you know, three or four girlfriends in one day. Now, that's out of unusual. And yeah. I, I remember the woman coming into my office, she was kind of devastated, and I was trying to, you know, make a little bit light of it to ease the pain that she was going through. And I just said, you know, when she came in, I said, next time you come in, if you could get me some of his vitamins, I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> Give me his and, diet plan that he's on. That'd be wonderful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, it's, it's in the time and the energy. I mean, it's like the planning of the Normandy invasion to you know, you have four kids living in two different houses. And, you know, and you got school and work and teacher yeah. meetings. and Everything is double. And then we it's wonder just... why we're burned out. <laughs> yeah, yes. You know, yeah, exactly. Kind of... Good. Exactly. A very good point. To, for, running for sure. two different families. God. Um, can I ask you, right, um, in your, so you've obviously seen the simple mistakes that people make and get themselves tripped up and it's become easier, right? So if there's someone listening right now who is in a having an affair, let's say, what advice would you give them so that they can never get caught by someone like you? Oh, uh, that would be impossible. <laughs> somebody hire... If somebody hires me to follow you and they have enough time and resources, you're going to go down. So no one you has can, ever you seen can, you in action. It doesn't. It, it's not me. It's not. It's not Tom Martin. It's not my my offices or my guys. And I mean, everybody in my office is FBI, DEA, IRS, or Secret Service. They're former agents. And I mean, we we are we are. I'm not going to apologize for having one of the top agencies in the in the on the planet. So I mean, if it, 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 it's kind of like when I was a, a narcotic agent and and the dope peddler would say, catch me if you can. And I would think to myself, okay, I'm just a, a knucklehead a federal agent with pretty smart grandparents, both from county court. So I'm going to get you hmm. sooner rather than later because I have unlimited resources. <laughs> I have unlimited money, unlimited airplanes, unlimited helicopters, unlimited resources and, and informants. So eventually we're going we're gonna to get you. Same thing in, in the private sector. If, if, there's, if, the, if the person that's hiring us will hang in there, as I said, 97% of the people, that's you know, if you could hit a baseball 97% of the time, that's pretty darn good. And that's just not us. Don't, don't let me think the braggadocia here is for us. That's pretty much consistent with all private investigators worldwide. But, but, but let's say, what would make it a, a little bit more of a challenge to keep you on your toes if, if someone's trying to evade detection? Well, maybe thinking with your head that's on top of your shoulders might be the first thing. <laughs> And not, not being so, you know, just so blatant. I mean, these guys and women, let's say they're going to meet somebody in another city. Once they get to the airport, you know, all bets are off. They get on the phone. We'll sit right next to them while getting ready to get on the airplane. And they'll be talking to the girl saying, oh, I can't wait to see you. I can't be you. Let's go to the, uh, you know, the hotel, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, we'll meet for drinks downstairs. I mean, before we even get on the airplane, we've got them. Oh, God. Now, so we obviously need to prove so. I think the, the, there, there's not a lot you can do other than, you know, trying to be, you know, 
James Bond in reverse yeah. and not being so obvious in public and holding hands, going to dinner, having drinks. I mean, I can tell you how many hundreds of videotapes we have of people making out in a bar. I mean, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. And I think the biggest question that I get asked sometimes is what are the ways, you know, we know, and we've, we've had that published. Um, we have one website called Investigator Confidential, and you can go on that website for free and read 20 ways to know if your mate's cheating. Ooh, and then the we'll uh, second way was uh, the, my latest book, Seeing Life Through Private Eyes. You can go to Chapter 2, and, and that's there's 20 ways that are updated for 2018 and, and, uh, and 19. So there's not a lot you can do, Cormac, you know. <laughs> Don't even think I mean, about it. Yeah, no, you know, you're, you're toasted if, if they hire us. I mean, so. God, yeah. See? You see, I, I think maybe in, in bigger cities like, let's say, London or New York or America, I think you might get away with that because if you went down, Dublin's so small. Oh, so small. That if you went down to one of the bars in town and did that, someone knows someone who knows someone and straight away within yeah. half an hour it's back to your other half and it's game over. So I don't know if you, if you found, um, would it be slightly different any of the cases you've had to work in Dublin that it's maybe more hotel based or I don't know down well, I, I, I've, I've been I've been in Dublin and I've been in Shannon and, and um, you know I my first time I arrived there was you know 1972 as an agent and and so I understand and I think you're hundred percent correct on it's it's I, I would you know you can compare Dublin with Los Angeles you know however how many are in, in, in that particular area versus Mm. say 15 or 20 million in a greater metropolitan area what you'll find is is it's it's not whether it's a small city in ireland or a small city in iowa or a big city in europe they they all still do the same stupid stuff <laughs> they all walk into the bar now in dublin where everybody might know anybody because it's a it's more of a country area and and, and everybody's friendly everybody knows anybody where in, in the bars in new york you might find everybody's a little more distant yeah. But they're still holding hands. Yeah. And you're in New York and your wife's in Texas. And you're still having drinks with this person. And you still go up and we still ride up the elevator to the 18th floor. And we see you get off and you both go into the room 1805. Now, my guess is you're not playing canasta or, you know, poker. <laughs> So, you know, you can draw whatever conclusion. Well, you probably are playing strip poker. Yeah, it could be an interesting Well, they game. probably could be doing that, yeah. probably strip poker. I, uh, and we do have some of the people go, well, did you get pictures inside? I go, really? You want me to get pictures? In no, we didn't get pictures inside. But <laughs> if you so don't know what goes, goes, yeah. went on in there, then your naivete level is... <laughs> <laughs> uh, is is pretty bad, and, and then sometimes we'll stay until we the, you know we'll we'll actually get a room in the hotel, and then we'll watch them come out the next morning, and you know it's all on video. I mean, parts of this job sound really nice. It's like you're put up in a hotel in a yeah. fancy bar, and you're like, well, we have to stay here right beside them in the suite because you know. Although you couldn't him. sleep because then you'd be waiting for them to leave. Like you don't know if he's going to leave at four a.m. or, or they might be able to let you sleep with the noise. You know? Well, That's true. you know, it, it's 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 kind of I think Cormac is right. It's it's it sounds wonderful. Like we 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 fly into a a metropolitan city and we stay at the Four Seasons. But by the time we get to the Four Seasons, we're fairly well exhausted. Yeah. We can't really use the mini bar. We we probably get <laughs> a, you know, we probably get room service, and now we've got to maybe get one hour of sleep or two hours and hope that the guy uh, doesn't and the gal doesn't leave in ten minutes or fifteen minutes or whatever. And you know that we've we've got to keep an eye in the room. We have a you know special cameras that go out into the hallway that can see if a door is going to open. So it's it's it sounds great, and you can be in you know a six hundred dollar a night hotel, but you're not going to take advantage of it because you you know you you you've got to be there for the client. You, they're not going to understand if those people left that room and you didn't see them.
you're down in the jacuzzi going, oh, sorry, my bad. Yeah, yeah so, that's, that's, that's not going to happen. If I'm here in Dublin and I think my husband, I don't have a husband, but if he was cheating on me, I had loads of money, how much would it cost for me to contact you to get you to come over to Dublin to find him? In action. Well, most private investigators' tongues would be hanging out if that happened because they're going to make you know a lot of money. What we would do is we have uh, uh, in our office, in our corporate office in Newport Beach, a list of every country. Now, I've been fortunate to be as an agent and a PI to about 120, 125 different countries, and so I know or, or try to know. I don't, I, I don't know, have all my memory, but what we would do is we would sit down with the client. He says, "My husband's going on a business trip to Dublin, and I think." His is going to be some funny business along with it. So what we would try to do is we would then use the one or two or three contacts that we might have in Ireland to say, hey, I'm going to give you this client and you just hook up uh, with them and let my client work it out with you. We don't take a cut. We just give you the name of um, Billy Bob in, in Dublin and then they, they cut their own deal. Now, pricing-wise, it, it varies as much as, as you know restaurants charge for a hamburger. But we charge in the United States $150 per hour with a four-hour minimum, 95 cents a mile plus expenses. Right. Okay. Now, most of the, the countries in Europe are fairly similar, and I, I do know there are rates uh, in some of the countries, what, but I, I think a fair rate in Ireland would would probably right around 75 to $100. Okay, an hour. It's not, not too bad. Hour. Yeah. It's not too bad. You could save up and not go on a few dates with your cheating husband and then pay for uh, <laughs> pay for an old uh, investigation. <laughs> so, yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah, and, and, and everybody works in, in minimums, so you just don't go yeah. out for an hour. So, uh, and uh, in this day and age, you probably know where they're going to go with the, the iPhone, iPad, I said before, so you know it's a it's 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 a little bit easier, but that, that would be a fair fair rate. But if if your listeners have this concern, or they or they go and there's all kinds of different websites say here's the 20 ways that you know if your mate's cheating. And what I say to people when I'm on radio or TV, I always tell them, look, if you look at my 20 ways to know if your mate's cheating, and you have one of them, maybe two. Don't have a cow about it. Don't 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 start panicking and don't start throwing your marriage in the in the toilet. What I say is, you know, it, w- once you get three or four, uh, you might have a problem. Right. So. I never thought about that. Okay, because I would have said, okay, looking at the tw- the list of the 20, I haven't looked at them yet, but I will. If I, if I seen one... I'd panic straight away. But you're saying wait to three or four. If, they, if they're taking off well, three or Well, I four. mean, I would be sensitive to the fact... I mean, you can't beat up a guy because he decides that he's going to start working out and he's going to try to use it, lose the beer gut or he's going to start working out. Now, if he does that and then uh, he starts hiding his iPhone or uh, he starts working late or he doesn't want you at the office or he comes home smelling better than when he left, <laughs> you got a problem. Okay. That's a problem. So, yeah, once you get to, you know, three or four, and I've had women call me up, my husband does all 20. I'm like, really? That's a record? Good God. The leaderboard. You're like, well done, Sandra. I mean, you're on the leaderboard for sure. Well, listen, we're going to have to um, check out. Maybe we'll do that next. We'll have a look at that uh, 20 things your other half is doing, and then who knows? We might have some referrals for you or some of your Irish counterparts here in, in private investigating. But listen, Thomas Martin, thanks very much for, for giving up your time this evening. As I said, if you're listening and you want to check out more, there's thomasmartinpi.com as the website. What's the name of your book again that you've brought out? Uh, the book is uh, Seeing Life through private eyes that's the latest book and you can get that for you know if you have a kindle you can get that and then our website is real simple it's martin p i like m a r t i n p 
he like private, I like investigator.com. Yeah, they can write to us. We don't charge for that. We'll be happy to help them. We'll be happy to get them referrals and uh, and do whatever we can. And then the next time we're in Dublin, maybe we'll stop in and visit the station. That'd be brilliant. Yeah, yeah, we can we can break up some couples live in the office. <laughs> That'd be unbelievable. Let them figure out why I'm there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Oh, listen, uh, Thomas, thanks very much for popping on this evening. Thank you. Thank you both. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.